Two years ago, a woman named Jill Turner was kayaking along the coast of Scotland when she saw a sheep on the beach at the base of a cliff. The sheep bleated at the kayaker, apparently calling out to her. Jill said the sheep saw us coming and was calling to us along the length of the beach, following our progress until she could go no further. She finally turned back, looking defeated. Jill assumed that the sheep would find her way back to her flock and grazing fields. After all, if she had gotten herself to that beach, she could get herself back. However, two years later, paddling along the same coast, Jill saw the sheep again. This time much shaggier, but still bleeding for help. The sheep, now named Fiona, was trailing two years' growth of wool, which flowed down her back like a train of a fancy ball gown, a very dirty ball gown. <laughs> you can see photos of her online in all of her woolly glory. At this second sighting, the kayaker was moved that the poor animal had been stranded for so long by herself. Sheep, after all, are social flock animals. They're not meant to be alone. The kayaker was moved. It is heartrending, she said. We honestly thought she might make her way back up that first year. No one knows how Fiona got to that lonely, rocky beach, and she surely couldn't get herself back. She did have enough grass to eat and a tiny cave for shelter, but not much else. After the kayaker contacted some animal rescue teams, the newspapers picked up the story and named Fiona the loneliest sheep in the world. She was featured on TV shows and comedy shows. Eventually, a group of five farmers with lots of equipment lifted Fiona up the steep 600-foot cliffs or slope, and she's now living the good life at a farm tourist attraction. When I hear a story like this, I feel a mixture of wonder and embarrassment that we, you and I, are so often compared to sheep in the Bible. Wonder and embarrassment, but also recognition. Because when you think about it, we humans can be resourceful and affectionate and useful. And yet we also get ourselves into all kinds of predicaments. Many times we get ourselves into messes that we can't get out of alone. And so not only are we compared to sheep, but our rescuer, Jesus, is compared to a shepherd. One who will do the spiritual equivalent of scaling a 600-foot cliff to lift us back to the life we were meant to live with all of the other sheep in our flock. Today is Christ the King Sunday, the very end of our liturgical year. It is a day we recognize that Jesus of Nazareth is an alternative to the kinds of rulers and kings we've been subjected to in human history. In Jesus, 
we have a king who is the rock of our salvation, a great king above all gods, one who created and holds the heights and depths of the earth, and yet who is like a shepherd, patiently caring for messy, wayward sheep, the kinds of creatures who wander so far from their fields they can't get back on their own. Today, we remember that the God we envision enthroned in glory and surrounded by angels is the same God that we can see in the faces of the poorest, loneliest, sickest, and most poorly behaved among us. The psalm for today, Psalm 95, has a special place in our tradition. It comes at the beginning of the liturgy for morning prayer, which means that every day, Christians around the world, and some here at St. Mark's, recite these words. Often called the Venite, it serves as an invitation to pray and listen to scripture. Venite means come, which is the first word of the psalm. Come. Let us sing to the Lord. It's an invitation to worship God and to do it remembering that the God we worship is like both a king and a shepherd, powerful and merciful, majestic and tender, regal and down in the dirt with us. This God created everything. This Jesus who came to be with us is not distant, uninterested, or too good for us. While the psalm invites us to bow down before the Lord, our maker, this God, this Jesus, is also bowing down to seek us out when we are scattered. We are like sheep. We are wonderful and resourceful, and affectionate, and useful. And we are embarrassing, and get ourselves into all kinds of predicaments we can't fix. And yet to be a sheep is to be in God's hand. To be like a sheep is to be part of the same creation as the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills, the seas, and the dry land. To be like a sheep is to be fed and watered, to have rest when we are weary, to be bound up when we are wounded, strengthened when we are weak. To be like a sheep is to be separated and sorted, to get lost and then found. At some point in your life, you will end up like Fiona, the loneliest sheep in the world at the bottom of a proverbial 600-foot cliff, all by yourself, with no way up. You might end up in that place by mistake or on purpose. At times like that, remember, as the psalm says, you are in God's hand. As Ezekiel reminds 
God will search for you when you are lost. As the gospel promises us, Jesus knows what it feels like to be hungry, thirsty, sick, imprisoned, lost, or just generally in trouble. Because Jesus is with us in those places. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Amen. Amen.